Does everyone need an audition to get with you? You ain't got to go through all that shit. Then I choose you. Be cool, baby, okay? Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man, come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. You shade tree nigger. You, you ain't no pimp. You're a rest haven for hoes. You're a car thief. A car thief. The one you got out there is probably hot as a firecracker right now. It was $35,000. $35,000 huh? $35, cash money? No, no, I'll get one thirty. $35,000 plus one, right? The one I gave. No, you gave me six, though, right? That's it was true. one. I had one. It was six. And a $35,000 plus one plus six leaves seven. $35,000 and seven, right? Motherfucker, can you buy that? You that nigga talking about you got that back, back, back. Locked up just in case. 30K got me second. Make sure the fit clean. Jump in the rack. Bitch, goddamn. Front of just was ugly. Watch me do my Dougie. Fold deep, no sleep. Hammer in a tucky. Ay, I don't give a fuck. Watch me run it up. Hey, bitch, hand me that motherfucking orange, bitch. Thank you. You're doing good. Numbers. Packed up like a nigga going on a trip. Strapped up like a nigga about to hit a lick. Bitch thick and she trying to let a nigga hit. Chopsticks run up on me. You can get me. It can't get ugly. Little nigga, don't be playing with my money. Clocking in, checking out for the ducks. That's brand new by Larry June and Lex Luger called Orange Ducats off of the brand new EP, Trap Larry. You can get that on Spotify, datpiff.com, and Apple Music. It's dope to see Larry June back, man. Uh, just being consistent as ever since like the end of 2018 to the up to this point, basically. He kind of took a, a little hiatus around the end of 2017, top of 2018. But anyway, regardless, that was in the past. It's dope to see him back on his shit. Uh, keep him coming, Larry June. And a lot of people don't really talk about Lex Luger like they used to. I still like Lex Luger. Uh, no, he is not the father of the trap wave. I don't know why people try to place him in that. Uh, it's It's weird. Nobody mentions Shardy Red in that list, actually, which, yes, yeah, Shardy Red is the creator of trap music. But anyway, that's another conversation for another day. I don't know why people don't really talk about Lex Luger. I love Lex Luger beats. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. But let's get the show started. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sid Davis, the one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 130. You can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and now YouTube. Man, hop on YouTube. Check out the Social Introvert TV. I'm, I'm still trying to... I want that shit to be dope. I just want it to be dope. I'm having trouble with creating a header for the page. I just want my shit to be right. That's all. <laughs> But uh, anyway, David Letterman, uh, he is back once again with a new season for his series on Netflix called My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. I think it's yeah, season two. And there's a few guests that he's going to have. I think one is Tiffany Haddish, Ellen DeGeneres. And the one that I really paid attention to was Kanye West. And I watched like a clip of uh, him talking about his mom which was great. And he also spoke on about 
what goes on in his head whenever he has like an anxiety attack and he's dealing with you know bipolar moments uh check this clip out real quick and and the memory of your mother yeah. uh you carry with you each day and who are her grandchildren this would have been the funnest time of her life to have those kids running around that house and being able to like go and buy them toys and i remember my mother bought me a bear that was multicolored and i was very into takashi mirakami at that time on that third album graduation so she bought it she said it kind of you know feels like takashi mirakami and then i was sort of like i don't want that that ain't no takashi mirakami bear and stuff like that <laughs> and then she passed you know a few weeks after and i did you know, everything I could to find that bear and place that bear on top of all the Takashi Mirakami stuff I had in the house. Yeah. But, you know, she's here yes. uh, with us and she's guiding us. <clears throat> My next guest needs no introduction. Premieres May 31st. Can't wait to see it. Love the first season. I know this will be dope as well. I'm a huge David Letterman fan. I was that kid that would try to beg my mom and grandmother to let me stay up and watch reruns of Johnny Carson or Arsenio Hall, uh, David Letterman, Jay Leno, Magic Johnson when he had his own late show. Yes, Magic Johnson had his own late show. A lot of y'all don't remember that. It's pretty damn good too. But yeah, I, I was that kid that just, I love the late night shows and I still love them. So we'll see what, what happens, man. Uh, I really look forward to seeing Kanye's. Tiffany Haddish, I guess I'll watch that one as well since I'm going to watch the whole thing. But more so Kanye West and Ellen DeGeneres. I'm really excited to see those two. So May 31st, I'm tuning in. Speaking of uh, Netflix, Arrow and The Flash and I think Supergirl, all shows on the CW. All the new seasons are available on Netflix. I've already watched them. I just, I stream it off of like one, two, three movies. I don't know what the fuck is happening with the CW TV shows. Like they just, okay, Arrow, I kind of gave a break and I still watched it just because I like Stephen Amell, him as Green Arrow. I think he's great, but this, the season, man, it was like up and down, like it got to like episode eight or nine and it just fell off. I don't know what the fuck happened, but the season finale of Arrow really, really ticked me off. Supergirl, I guess I'm a glutton for punishment because I actually like the Supergirl character and I think Supergirl is fucking dope, but it was season, season three was pretty good. I'm like, all right, it's not bad. All right, there's some things here and there they can do better. This season, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. The season finale, you know what? Not even the season finale. The entire season of Supergirl is just trash. I'm sorry. Garbage. SJW garbage. Um, And last but not least, the show that I had the most faith in, The Flash, that season finale pissed me off. Now, for those who are fans of The Flash and you're aware of what happens, of him vanishing, it's inevitable, it's going to happen. The Crisis of Infinite Earths is about to take place. Look, bro, just off the record. Okay, when, when fans of the show are begging for you to bring back 
the reverse flash. Bring him back. Bring him back as a legit villain. Don't have him sit in like a prison cell damn near the entire season. And then at the very end, you basically just unleash him. They spent the whole freaking 22 episodes of season five of The Flash focused on uh, what's the villain? Cicada. And then Cicada gets killed and is replaced by a female Cicada. Shitty villain. Well, Cicada's actually a dope villain in the comics, but this, the way they portrayed Cicada, like, dude, what was that? Uh, I think uh, somewhere, I think towards the end of the season, the writers said they were bringing in Godspeed. And the way that they talked about it and hyped it up made it seem like Godspeed was supposed to be like this huge villain reveal. Uh, he was going to show up somewhere in the latter of season five and continue on into season six. It's already renewed for a sixth season. Now, that episode, the, the episode is called Godspeed. Godspeed shows up and is defeated in one freaking episode by Barry's daughter, Nora. And I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck? What is this? What what the hell are we doing here? Now, of course, I'm going to watch The Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, I, you know, I love that story. I thought it was an amazing story. Uh, I just, oh my God, I'm frustrated with the CW. And to top it all off, like the Elseworlds crossover, they introduced Batwoman finally. A lot of y'all aren't familiar with Batwoman. Y'all think it's some SJW. Well, it is sort of SJW feminist type shit going on, but the character Batwoman is doesn't really it doesn't give you all of this feminist bullshit in the comics whatsoever now the writers the creators of the cw they're trying to push this feminist sjw bullshit on everybody i don't have a problem with the trailer it looks very reminiscent of the dark knight trilogy by christopher nolan so i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna have an open mind i like ruby rose ruby rose is playing batwoman kate kane so we'll see if <laughs> fam, if Batwoman is trash, I'm done. I am fucking done. I don't know what the hell they're doing. I had issues with Supergirl. You know, I, you know, I defend Arrow all the time just because I like the actor who plays Arrow. And I just, uh, he's great. Even uh, Grant Gustin, who plays the Flash, he's dope. He's cool. Portrays the character well, but. These last few episodes of these seasons are complete trash. And I'm not even about to defend Supergirl because Supergirl shit from season one off the rip was just garbage. And I'll be honest, from season one of Supergirl, they weren't pushing this super feminist SJW bullshit, political messages all over the place. Not at all. I didn't see any of that pop up until like towards the end of season two. And then season three comes around. They kind of got off of it on season three and actually started focusing on some of the characters towards season three. And especially with season four, this recent season, my God, like <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I'm frustrated. So 
we'll see, man. Um, I don't watch Legends of Tomorrow. I have not watched one episode. Just doesn't look interesting. A lot of people tell me to watch it. Who knows? Maybe I'll sit down and binge watch it. Um, and then that's the crazy part. I don't really binge watch shit at all unless it's six to eight episodes. But whatever. Anyway, there's a lot of new albums that have released in the past week. First off, I just want to talk about Tyler, the creator's new Igor album. Listen, Tyler is different, man. And in a great way, I'm glad he's doing what he gets to do. Like he's he has his own freedom. And that's what I love about artists. Uh, Just seems like he just doesn't give a shit (laughs) with what he wants to create. It seems like he's having so much fun in the studio recording like this oh my god i don't even know what to say about this album it reminds me of it reminds me of a more polished more fleshed out version of cherry bomb and i don't really care for cherry bomb that much but i could kind of see where he was going with it uh igor is igor is the perfected cherry bomb i'll say that this album is amazing. Uh, the album is number one. It topped DJ Khaled's Father of Assad, which surprised the fuck out of me because I'm thinking that automatically DJ Khaled's album was just going to shoot to number one. All of these singles were going to be released. People were going to go nuts. And oh, my God, this new single. Like, I haven't listened to Father of Assad. I, I'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, Tyler's Igor album is fucking awesome and i'm just glad he's getting to do what he wants to do with his shit so go check that album out it's a great album uh before i touch on dj college's father of assad album really quick i'm gonna play some new music new music new music it's so much shit that dropped bro a lot of people didn't talk about some of the projects that dropped so real quick there's an album that dropped last week called Dangerous by an artist named Shay Leah. She's collaborated with Kay Trinata, uh, Bad Bad Not Good. She's collaborated with Buddy, Little Dragon. Pretty dope artist. I'm going to just go ahead and get into it. This song is called Voodoo. It's one of my favorite songs on here. Check it out. Don't let them control you, 
Let me make you over I've been waiting, you've been waiting so long When I get there, we ain't wasting no time You need someone to give you love I'll be the one once again, that is Voodoo featuring Buddy by Shaylia off of her debut project, Dangerous. You can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. And shout out to Buddy. He has a debut album out called Harlan and Alondra, available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play as well. He has two other projects. They're available on all three streaming services. One is called Magnolia, and the other one which is completely produced by Kay Trinata. It's called Ocean in Montana. Just check them out. Great artists. Never heard of Shaylia up to that point. I think around 2017 on Kay Trinata's 99.9%. Loved her voice. Wanted to know what else she had out there. Apparently she didn't. And this is the first project from her. So awesome project. Can't wait to see what she drops next. Now... <laughs> DJ Khaled, father of Assad. I have not listened to the album, period. Um, matter of fact, the only DJ Khaled album I listened to was called Listen, which is the very first DJ Khaled album. And I love compilation albums, love them. But uh, I think that seems to be the only DJ Khaled compilation album I liked. Well, it is. I haven't listened to any other DJ Khaled album like that. I've only heard songs here and there. This one, I didn't give any attention to. I didn't care. Uh, Assad is very adorable and cute. Cute little child. But the album didn't, you know, it. even Assad couldn't get me to listen to this album. I did listen to, was the last album called Grateful or something like that? I listened to some of that. And was completely turned off. I think the only song I liked on there was. I think it's a Raekwon and Pusha T track. And I think that was the only one I really fucked with. The other songs I skipped. And I was like no. Doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound good. Um, this one right here is no different. I didn't even bother to try and download or press play. I know there's a song with Nipsey Hussle and John Legend. But listen. Um. Uh, I, ever since Nipsey Hussle's passing, something just, I, I can't listen to Nipsey the same. I get sad. I get really sad. So I'm like, you know what, let me take a moment and just, you know, just not listen to Nipsey. And it, it kind of sucks because everybody around me that really wasn't on Nipsey at all or had no clue who he was are bumping the shit out of his music. Me, I've been a Nip, I've been a Nip fan since... Oh, nine. So, you know, I, I was always just bumping his shit and people were like, who's that? Now, I just I can't even draw myself to listen to the song with him, John Legend and DJ Khaled. I just don't care to. No disrespect to Nipsey Hussle is just um, I just I don't know. I don't know what it is. Same feeling with the album with DJ Khaled. I just it's something about Khaled that just. I can't connect with his shit. I think the song that I really, really rock with. If there's, you know, let me see. If there's any DJ Khaled song that I really rock with. 
it's it's probably this to take a second it might be i got the keys with jay-z and future there's a couple more in there but oh let me see what, what was that? oh i'm on featuring nas uh the the nas album done joint and that's that's probably it i don't give a shit listen i don't know if anybody that listened to father aside if y'all liked it that's cool that's fine that's dandy but i'm just not a Khaled fan like that i don't give a shit so i won't listen to this album honestly to put this out there i've only heard the first 30 seconds of sicko mode and i don't care to listen to the rest of sicko mode um until <laughs> i meet the end of my days here on this earth i just i just don't care to listen to sicko mode is the same fucking feeling but anyway uh, I hope you guys like the Father of Assad album. I won't know. Um, I probably will ask, but I'm not going to take time to listen to it myself. Uh, another album that I have not taken time to listen to is YG's For Real For Real, I, I think it is. And I told Cole Jackson and Shogun from Government Names, shout out to both of them. I told them, I say, hey, have any of y'all listened to this album yet? And if y'all did, did it sound like Still Brazy? I still have this obsession with YG's Still Brazy album just because it sounds so West Coast. Um, as I am a hip hop head, I love all things hip hop. But the one, I think, subgenre of hip hop, if you were to ask me what subgenre of hip hop that I really love, is West Coast rap. The G Funk, all of that, just the sounds, how they construct their production in the studio from I've seen sessions with DJ Battle Cat, DJ Quick. Um just I, I've seen so many fucking things done in the studio by these West Coast artists, especially with the producers and how they just put shit together. It just made me fall in love with West Coast rap. That is my favorite subgenre of hip hop, period. Um but yeah I, I haven't listened to For Real For Real by YG. Apparently, a lot of people aren't really rocking with it. So that just lets me know to not rock with it either. <laughs> but anyway, uh, who else dropped? Oh, yeah. Steve Lacey dropped. And me and my brother have talked about Steve Lacey. We're really obsessed with Steve Lacey. He is from the Internet with Sid the Kid, Matt Martians. There's a few other artists that are a part of the Internet. I'm not about to get into it. But Steve Lacey dropped his debut album, which is called Apollo 21. Shit. Uh, it's amazing. I love it. I really love this album. If you have not heard of Steve Lacey, you can go on datpiff.com and check out Steve Lacey's demo tape. That's what it's called. The title of it, it's called Steve Lacey's Demo Tape. It's an EP. I think it consists of... Five tracks. It's a really short EP. But check them out. You might like them. Uh, Sheik Looch of The Locks dropped Beast Mode Volume 3. That was pretty good. I like that. And I think who else dropped? Blue and Exile, actually. They dropped an EP. It's a three-track EP. And it's followed with like a bunch of instrumentals on this EP. But anyway, 
I think about two weeks ago, I was like, damn, I really would like to hear another solo album by Blue and Exile. And they've come out with this. It's only three tracks, but oh, well, I downloaded it. It's not bad. It's pretty good. Blue did drop an album recently called, I think, The Long Red Hot Los Angeles Summer Night. Uh, I think it's entirely produced by Oh No. Oh No is Mad Lib's cousin. I think it's his cousin. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of projects that dropped. If you want to take a minute and check these projects out, just do so. Uh, Beast Coast which is fronted by Joey Badass. So it's Joey Badass and members of Pro Era, Kirk Knight, CJ Fly, Nick Caution. I think a few others from Pro Era, but I think that's about it. But you also have Flatbush Zombies and The Underachievers. And I'll just say this. Um, the album's okay. Sorry. The only song I do like is Left Hand. And I was talking to my boy Los and I was like, man, I'm excited for this album. He was like, man, I don't know. And I was like, what do you think the album is going to sound like? And he was like, well, I heard two of the singles and they said this album is going to be a lot of the it's going to be some of the boom bap East Coast shit. But there's a lot of like trap type shit on here, too. And I quickly got discouraged. I, I don't know. But this album is just okay to me. Uh, I think the reason why it's just okay, because there was recent news where I was just checking on like some shit from like Pro Era. And as some of the members in Pro Era that are no longer there, one of them that happened to be my favorite is Desi Hines. Desi Hines apparently is no longer a part of Pro Era, so it left a bad fucking taste in my mouth. Desi Hines, I said it. He sounds like a a young Jay-Z in 2019. Desi Hines literally sounds like Jay-Z when Jay-Z was like in what 96, 97. He sounds like him. Exactly. And I was like, yo, I want to hear a, a debut album from the guy. I haven't heard from him since. I heard a couple tracks here and there, but nothing really like a EP or a mixtape from Desi Hines. So I think he is no longer a part of pro era. I, I really don't care. I haven't even heard a solo project from Nick caution in about three years. I believe it is three years uh, since we heard from Nick cautions disguise the limit, uh, which is his debut project. But anyway, uh, this beast coast project is called escape from New York. I instantly just went ahead and started listening to it. I was going to take a moment and wait to see what everybody else was saying about this album. But when I saw the title, Escape from New York, there's an old movie called Escape from New York. I think it stars Kurt Russell as, what was his name? Snake Plissken. There's a sequel to Escape from New York called Escape from L.A. Uh, both dope movies. But when I saw that, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I instantly... I, I visualize Kurt Russell and Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. And just I'm like, you know, what? fuck it. Let me stream it. This reminds me of the movie from back in the day. But uh, it's an OK album. If you want to check it out, go ahead and check it out. Uh, I was expecting a little bit more. Plus, where the fuck is Capital Steezer's King Capital album? I want to hear that. 
And I think about, I think a week, almost two weeks ago, Coder the Friend dropped a brand new project called Photo. Awesome project. Go check that out as well. Now, another new project is out. It came out around last week as well. Currency and Static Selectors Gran Turismo. Uh, this is, you already know. You already know. I don't have to say anything else. <laughs> One of my favorite songs on here is called Clear Part 2 featuring Jada Kiss. Check it out. Is it worth your family crying and the doctor yelling clear? Uh. Laser fields, motion detects steel. We slid through when it didn't expect us. Ocean's 11, top shelf jet shit. Only higher ranks get privileged information. You could be killed for this. Clear as a bottle of every yawn. I carried on the plane with my monogram carry on. Jet boarded upon landing by luxury sedans. Escorted to an offshore warehouse where all the imports and the exports is. Realize what this is and understand where you are. Respect what you've done in order to make it this far. That road Worse, I got is just a car I bought with some money that I made. Cause I write down my thoughts and I get paid from the cradle to the grave. All we do is run the maze, trying to figure out a way to the cheese. Some niggas turn into rats when they feel the squeeze. Yeah. Your former homies wearing wires under their white tees. Watch them play praises to the most high for being alive. Then burn one and let the smoke erase the negative vibes. And if your origin ain't right, you from a negative tribe. Is it the actual medication or the way it's prescribed? Puffing on the herbal uh, i don't do the rims or the tents or the system i just do the turbo rather put hands and feet on you than do the verbal uh, we can't talk business i have to know you to serve you yeah. it's like these smartphones are making us dumber my little man on the run he trying to make it the summer seems like every time we get it then they taking it from us yeah. between that and trying not to let the hating become us uh-uh. nah Thorough kings never sing. Material is nothing. Character is everything. Niggas turn into rats when they feel a squeeze. Your former homies wearing wires under their white tees. Watch them, please. Once again, that is Clear Part 2 featuring Jada Kiss by Currency and Static Selector offered the brand new project. Gran Turismo is available on datpiff.com, Apple Music, and Spotify great project i don't need to get into it i talked about it enough (laughs) so before i get up out of here i have started this podcast as of recent talking about 50 cent there was no way that i was going to start this episode talking about tiara marie owing banks not owing having to show bank statements to 50 cent it's gotten bad to that point she refuses to pay um she is now expected to show 50 cent her bank statements and oh my god shout out to shogun for sending that story i was crying laughing like i was in the middle of driving when he sent that that wasn't a good idea when i laugh at shit like i can't laugh and drive at the same time listening to ricky smiley in the morning i can't i don't really listen to the breakfast club mainly ricky smiley I can't drive. It's not a good idea. So as I'm getting off work and I'm driving on I-95 and I get that messenger notification and I saw that I had to pull over and I'm like, hold the fuck up. Like, wait, is this (laughs) fake news? So, (laughs) so I click on the article. I literally did pull over, clicked on the article and read the article and damn, like, 
like I said, there was no way that I was going to start the show off with that story. So, yeah, Tierra Marie is now having to show 50 Cent her bank statements. Sad day in America. Uh, Let me see who else, who else, who else. I don't talk about Iggy Azalea, but she had a nude that did leak on the Internet. And she has since deleted her social media accounts. I thought that was pretty funny. I don't hear much about Iggy Azalea. Uh, <laughs> what else is going on? Uh, some other weird shits going on. Um, not much else is going on, but I will talk about this real quick. Uh, Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. Bandana, a follow-up to Cocaine Pinata or just simply Pinata, is set to drop in June. You already know I can't wait. Love Gibbs, Gangsta Gibbs. And um, you can go on Freddie Gibbs's Instagram and check out the official artwork for Bandana. The artwork looks amazing. That's all I'm going to say. If you're not familiar with Mad Lib, Mad Lib has an alter ego he goes by. The name is Lord Quaz or Quasimodo. And it's pretty much like a, um, well, it is a rap alter ego, but it's like a, a high pitched voice. If you listen to a Quasimodo project, he has, I think, three. But when you're listening to Lord Quaz, it's like this high-pitched voice rapping, and it kind of switches back and forth between the high-pitched voice and Mad Lib's voice. Pretty dope concept. I thought it was great. Um, I want to hear another solo Quasi album. But Quasimodo, if you've, you've probably seen these pictures on Google or Yahoo Images, Quasimodo is an anteater that always walks around with a cigarette in his mouth and carrying a red brick on his right hand. And I think it's like a, a red, a red bandana around his neck or like a red ascot. I'm, I'm not for sure. But y'all have probably seen those pictures before floating around the Internet. But the artwork is, let me see, the artwork is Lord Quaz sitting on top of a zebra. This zebra is obviously Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> uh, if you've seen the, the album cover for Pinata, it's pretty much decked out in zebra print. But it's Lord Quaz sitting on top of a zebra off to the far right. There's a Pinata broken in half. The tail is scattered somewhere over there. There's a pink car that is um, going over the Hollywood Hill cliff. And you can see the Hollywood symbol, like pretty much the Hollywood letters. You can see that on the Hollywood Hills. So they're above that and they're overlooking the city, which there's certain places that are on fire. And that's pretty much it. It's the title of the album, along with their name and a bright full moon. And that is the album cover. It looks much better than I'm describing it. I can't wait for this shit to drop. And apparently there's also news that uh, it says last month, the rapper producer combo sat down with EW where they revealed two important details. Bandana is set to arrive in June, and it'll also serve as the second installment in a trilogy of albums by Mad Gibbs. I guess that's the name they're going by. Maybe it'll take another five years to release it. <laughs> but if Bandana lives up to their debut, which it will, then the then the wait will be worth it. It will. So I was wondering, you know, like producers that hook up with, you know, Mad Lib or Dilla or or Doom, 
I loved how over the years, each of those artists have, they basically meshed their names together. So, and I was like, well, is it just Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib? Like, there's nothing creative behind that because in the past with Mad Lib, he has an album with Jay Dilla called Champion Sound. They go by J Lib, uh, Mad Lib and MF Doom, which is Mad Villain, the Mad Villainy album. Um, there's some other ones. Doom, Doom and Danger Mouse, which was Danger Doom. Um, I think, is it JJ, D JJ De Niro and MF Doom? Uh, Cuff, Keys to the Cuff, which was called, I think they were going by as JJ Doom. It's so many names that they've meshed together. I, I always think it's fucking dope, but glad to see that Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib are meshing their name together, which is Mad Gibbs. Sounds pretty cool to me. But speaking of Mad Lib, uh, MF Doom hints at another follow-up to Mad Villainy with Mad Lib. And he's been teasing this shit for about almost a decade, and I'm tired of waiting. <laughs> um, this is old news. This has kind of been floating around, but it says Mac Miller and Mad Lib's Mac, Mac Lib project has no official plans for release. So after his death, uh, Thelonious Martin came out on a podcast and was like, yeah, Mac Miller recorded an album with Mad Lib and we might never see the light of day. And it kind of pissed me off. <laughs> I want to hear a Mac Miller and Mad Lib album. Uh, let me see what else we got. Other like Mad Lib news, other Mad Lib news. What's going on? Um, Let me see. There's another. There was another story talking about mad lib oh i'm sorry no there's another story with mf doom and apparently he is set to drop the next mf doom solo album uh this summer i don't know how true that is i don't think we'll get it and there's another project that does i think has been talked about for a decade plus ghostface killer and mf doom which is doom starks I've been hearing about Doom Stark since 2005. Pretty much the thing is like fucking detox at this point. I, I damn near done given up. Plus, I didn't like the whole Ghostface Killer and Zarface album. I thought that was terrible. But yeah, um, I just I think the only album that I'm looking forward to with anything involved with Mad Lib is this bandana shit. And Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib are already talking about a third installment. So I guess I can place my focus on that. I lost faith in Mad Villainy 2. <laughs> um, I guess you can forget it with the whole Mac Miller and Mad Lib album. I, I don't know, fam. I'm kind of sad because I want to hear some new Mac Miller and I want to hear some new Doom. Doom has not dropped a fucking project in like 11 years. It's extremely frustrating when you are a diehard Doom fan and there has not been any official solo work since Born Like This. And <laughs> the only taste of Doom that I can get like in a project is these, these 16, 17 year old kids who jump on Reddit and get MF Doom vocal stems 
and apply them to their production. And they're great projects. Like, shout out to the kids that are doing that. Like, they've taken, like, MF Doom vocals and applied them to their own beats. Uh, shout out to Sean H. I think he's getting ready to do a Sade Villain, uh, another Sade Villain album. He has Sade Villain and Sade Villain 2 um, on Bandcamp. His name is Sean H. This kid has not, I think he's graduated by now, but Sade Villain is pretty much Sade and MF Doom. Sade samples and MF Doom rapping over the samples. Creative fucking kids. I love the kids of today. These kids do not give a shit. They are breaking the rules. So um, he announced that he is getting ready to drop Sade Villain 3. I'm waiting on that. Uh, I think there's another producer. I think he's a little bit older. I think he's out of high school. His, he goes by the name of Cannibal. And uh, I think he dropped a project a couple years ago called Can, Can of Doom. That was pretty dope. Um, he's set to drop another one, I think. And there, over the holidays last year, there was a... I'm trying to see who that was done by. But there was a, a Doom Grinch theme mixtape. Somebody spliced up some Christmas samples. Uh, Luther Vandross Christmas songs, Temptations. And they had M MF Doom rap over the beats. And it sounded incredible. Um, I downloaded it instantly, <laughs> of course. I'm just a huge Doom fan, and it's frustrating that I don't get shit like this. So, when you hear me brag and boast about currency, it's because he's just constantly dropping shit. I just, I haven't given up on Doom, but it's just frustrating. I don't know. I want to hear some new shit. But anyway, uh, that wraps up this episode for me. Thank you for listening to episode 130 of the social introvert podcast. I've been rambled long enough. Uh, real quick, shout out to the usual suspects, random tandem podcast, 12 Kyle brunch with besties, conversation, con artist, ignorant philosophy, reasonable ignorance, the John effect podcast Saturdays with chicken duck. And of course I can't forget about the B Y N K family. Shout out to government name, Cole Jackson and Shogun. Go listen to those guys, bynkradio.net forward slash podcast. They drop every Tuesday. Great content. And of course, shout out to my man, Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Black Nerd Culture. Just this dude. I, does this nigga sleep? I don't know. But <laughs> I'll ask him later. But anyway, uh, you can check out Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, Dope Podcast. And last but not least, shout out to our BYNK Radio website blog content creators, Hakeem Skitwith and Jasmine Blue. And if you want to find me on social media, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Isid Davis, I-S-I-D-D-A-V-I-S. You can also follow the, the podcast page on Instagram. That's at the Social Introvert Podcast. Go hit that like and follow button on Facebook, the Social Introvert Podcast. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, yeah. Go check out the Social Introvert TV on YouTube. Just, uh, yeah, bro, just, uh, <laughs> I'm taking my time with this one. I'm trying to get the Social Introvert TV popping. So it's to the point where if I can get on YouTube and just do this shit, and just 
put out content and just draw people to BYNK Radio, um, I did what I was supposed to do. And finally, the Social Introvert blog is up. It's official. The I'm back. I'm back with blogging. So this is what y'all do. Go to BYNKRadio.net and go into the blog section. You'll also see Tale of the Tape, which is Hakeem Skipwith's blog. And you'll see Jasmine Blue. And I'll be there, too. It's just the social introvert. So that'll be my blog. I'm going to have a lot of shit. Just be posting a bunch of shit. Random things from my theories, my take on. I'll let y'all know. I have a theory of Avengers Endgame that Black Widow is still alive. Now, this isn't really... This isn't anything major because a lot of people just speculated it. They're like, oh, she's still alive in the Soul Stone. Um, there's a <laughs> there was a point in that movie, and it's actually at the end, where Steve Rogers gets on the platform to go back in time or to return the uh the stones. And of course, as y'all know, if y'all haven't seen Endgame, y'all just trash. He doesn't come back. He stays back in the time to stay with agent carter um if he returned the stones doesn't that mean that black widow um i'm just saying bro i'm just saying a lot of y'all like well that doesn't make any sense but if he returned the stones where they're supposed to be um doesn't that mean um motherfucking the old gamora could come back uh doesn't that mean that black widow could rise again you got to think about it. And it was on some doppelganger tethered type shit because I saw us. So if this Gamora is in the present timeline now, uh, wouldn't it's some confusing shit. It's some confusing shit. I, I typed it out. I wrote it down twice. Um, got frustrated because I was driving myself nuts and rewrote it again. Um, I did, that's my theory. I think Gamora, the old Gamora and Black Widow are, are they had to be resurrected. They had to be. I think it's going to be more fleshed out and introduced in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. It's just me, man. And uh I'm just done rambling. I'm done rambling. I'm sorry to hold y'all up. But anyway, <laughs> send your thoughts if you have any questions, if you need any advice, uh do not hesitate. Send those emails over to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. And until Thursday, guys, peace.
Radio.